Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get. From the Gospel of Luke. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Aonajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. Awanajo is an Algonquian word which means small, misty mountain. And this is the almanac for May 25th to June 1st, 2012. We're in the first quarter of the strawberry moon. So here are some natural and unnatural events. We've been delighted watching the five... Yes, five baby squirrels dashing in and out of the hole and around and around the trunk and branches in the old pear tree outside our kitchen window this past week. The mother eats hungrily several times a day under the bird feeders, but she hasn't allowed the little ones to leave the tree for even an instant. They have yet to touch the ground, which means she's nursing them all. A formidable job, as all five are nearly as big as she. Somehow this got me to thinking about natural economics, the ancient and universal system in which each creature gives what it has and gets back what it needs. We put out bird seed, which feeds the birds and the squirrels and the chipmunks, and in turn we get the benefit of the birds eating bugs looking beautiful, singing for us, and the benefit of squirrels planting trees. The squirrels, for their part, hide their nuts and seeds far and wide in little caches in the ground, and these feed countless creatures and start the forests of tomorrow. The trees, in their turn, take water, sun, soil, and make wood, leaves, nuts, and more soil, all of which enrich the natural economy. They don't take more than they can use. They don't hoard. They waste nothing. In good times, if one has plenty, all have plenty. In bad times, all suffer alike. This is natural economics, and along with every other creature, we humans practice this same system for eons. Here's a mountain report. A hike up Awanajo this week is graced by the green luminescence of soft new leaves glowing through the few fleeting days before they become hardened and opaque to the light. They're like young children trailing clouds of glory into the world before the shades of the prison house fall upon them. On the forest floor, you can look for a Canada Mayflower like a tiny lily of the valley, which it is. You can also find star flowers spangled over mossy ground and the ivory clusters of wild viburnum on the forest edge. On the ledges and in clearings, look for the bright magenta of Rhodora, New England's wild azalea, and see the tiny white and pink apple-like blossoms of huckleberry, while in the misty morning on the misty mountain, the hermit thrush pipes its breathy call. Here's a field and forest report. The spires of lupin coming into bloom rise above the fading blossoms of bluets 
and the yellow petals of common sankfoil, while blue-eyed grass brightly winks at the sky. Patches of blueberry bushes are hung with tiny white bells, drawing native pollinators as well as tourist bees from away, come to taste down east nectar. Here's a rank opinion. All these play their own intricate part in the astoundingly complex natural economy, which is the natural ecology, giving what they have and taking what they need and no more. Unfortunately, somewhere along the way, we humans seem to have gotten lost. Now, success seems to mean taking more than you can possibly use and giving back as little as you possibly can. Call it unnatural economics, and it could very well be the ruin of the race. But that may be changing, and more on this next week. Finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first from Garrett Hardin, the American naturalist. The major opposition to ecology has deeper roots than mere economics. Ecology threatens widely held values so fundamental that they must be called religious. And from Benjamin Franklin, money has never made man happy, nor will it. There is nothing in the nature of money to produce happiness. The more of it one has, the more one wants. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>